to queer and it, <laughs> you, maybe you should do it. <laughs> no, no, I can't, I can't, I can do it. I can do, do it. I can do it. COVID, COVID. Yeah. Welcome to Queer in the Time of COVID, a podcast where we discuss and explore everything that's pecking our heads about the pandemic and everything we're doing to get through this little patch or whatever it is we now call life. I'm Lucy Cecil. And I'm Olivia Taylor. Oh my God. Hi, Olivia. Hi, there you are, your little face. Right, right across from you. I know. Um, like yeah, on a weird date. It's good to see you. I would say it's been a while, but I did see you yesterday. Yeah, I hosted a quiz for us yesterday, didn't I? Not not just us, some other people as well. <laughs> yeah, some other people, and that that was really fab. I, re- I w- felt just like I was in the pub. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Good. That's what I wanted. That's the uh, that's the feeling it should have it should have given. Um, how are you? What's up with you? What's going on? Yeah, I mean, a few things have changed since we last recorded. Just um, a few. We are in one pandemic. And um, yeah, things things are kind of wild. So, bit of background to what I've been up to. I have... <laughs> I thought you were sorry. I thought you were going to give a bit of background to the pandemic, and I was like, <laughs> Olivia, I think I think people know what's going on. It's literally worldwide. <laughs> Armchair expert. In case you haven't heard of it, there is a virus sweeping <laughs> the nation um, and the world. No, I'm not going to do that. You can just Google it for yourselves. But um, yeah, yeah, that would be the worst. Um, no. Um, bit of background about my personal experience with what's been going on for the past couple of weeks. Um, Your pandemic journey. My pandemic journey, hashtag. Um, we had, yeah, we had weird times, we, weird times at work, I'm sure, like everybody else did. I, like a lot of people, work in a ginormous office. And mm. um, I think probably a lot of people can share in that um memory of all you know crowding around the office tellies when boris announced that everyone had to go and work from home and then everyone being like okay right. see you in maybe autumn who knows and just yeah. kind of like, weirdly, like going down the lift together like well bye i i guess and then like yeah. that nervous tram journey home of like being like oh god like i it's been it's been officially like mandated that I shouldn't really be doing this and I need to go home. And it just felt very, very peak. Um, yeah. and then I did self isolation for, um, a week, I think yeah. just over a week, um, at my flat before coming home because, um, well home as in my mum's house, because my yeah. mum is sort of like semi vulnerable. She's not on the full lockdown, but um, she sort of shouldn't really be going to the supermarket or anything. But my brother yeah. is on a full lockdown um, yeah. and had the NHS letter and stuff. So he can't go anywhere for the minimum 12 weeks. Yeah. So I came back here because I'm kind of the only person who can kind of do things. Um, yeah. And also it's just kind of nice um, to Well, be it's better for you to not be alone. Yeah. And to have, um, to have green space. Um, yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. So it, I'm in back in um, the tiny room that I moved into when I was saving up to buy my flat. Um, <laughs> so it's kind of bringing back those memories of living yeah. here for like I think yeah, 18 months, two years. But um, it's very nice. I'm sat in the small room that is my room, but is normally the office, which overlooks um, lots of allotments. Um, two of which are my brothers. Oh, so that's, that's nice. nice. And our garden. And I've been lucky because we have like a canal that runs at the back so I can go and have 
you know some socially distant walks and things like that um yeah. only for the correct and mandated amount of time of course of course um so yeah that's kind of what I've been doing and I've been here ever since I haven't worn any makeup since I've moved back here my skin has been thanking me for it so that's gorgeous wow. getting so much air getting so much air to the skin um and I've just become like a jumper wearing old troll as I'm sure most people have apart from you who just look stunning throughout this pandemic oh thank you so much Olivia <laughs> you have you have said that basically every time I've been on a call with you you that, look great like, your, your hair like, oh is gosh, you're glowing your hair is glossy the skin yeah. is glowing what, I, what's I, your I do, I do want to say that I somebody who with low self-esteem have had the very thought I'm like my hottest ever. This is so unfair. <laughs> and that's coming from me. So imagine how great I look. It reminds yes. um, it reminds me of um that that bit in Fleabag where it's um the mum's funeral and they all keep saying how gorgeous she looks and oh yeah, like an inappropriate time to look hot. This yes. is like the most boring time for you to look hot. Absolutely. It's just my luck. I know. It's just my luck. Um, so apart from you just looking positively stunning, um, <laughs> tell me more about this hashtag your pandemic journey. Uh, yeah. So, um, I was off work on the Friday before like the main beginnings of like, everybody please work from home, etc. which I think was announced on the Monday night. Um, and I went home that weekend before with all my family, including my sister came up with a baby and it was really nice. My dad was back from India for one weekend where he's been working and we were all just sort of like having a nice weekend, but being like, oh, this is all very strange. Like, what's, what's going to happen? Um, and then on the Sunday and Monday, when we came back to Manchester, um, Adam, my housemate, started feeling quite ill. And he had just come back from France and he developed a bit of a cough and like a fever. Uh, and then I started to feel ill as well. I had a cracking headache um, and basically then my brother-in-law who had gone back down to Horsham where they live he had like really really bad shortness of breath on the Monday he couldn't even lift up my his ne my nephew his son without it like really like hurting and he was like really really in pain so we all decided that we should like self-isolate sort of quarantine for 14 days which was the advice and then I sort of text my work who was still at work in the office on that Monday said, uh, look, this is like, I've got some symptoms. I would probably normally come to work, but like, I don't, are you comfortable with that? I'm not really comfortable with coming in. And then literally as I, as my boss said, no, just stay at home for now. Uh, it was when they announced like, please everybody work from home if you can. And then she was like, oh, well, we're going to be working from home anyway. So I hadn't been at work since the Thursday before when it's so, sort of all been still quite normal. And um, okay. so I didn't have any of that like oh what's oh this is oh what's happening or like oh see you see you never like I just went like oh bye have a nice weekend <laughs> and now I'm not gonna see them till like you know Christmas so it's very strange um and then yeah I've just been working from home but I was very ill for not really I mean quite ill not not really really ill for like two weeks of like mainly a raging headache um loads of aches and pains um a bit of a cough but not like a persistent one and my main weird thing was that I completely lost my sense of smell and taste yeah so I guess you was... had like mild to mid-level coronavirus yeah I think so I mean yeah. if it wasn't for the really specific thing of losing the senses I would be like oh maybe we just had like a cold and it, we just are a bit paranoid but like with that and that being more and more something that people are saying is a symptom and it being loads of people being affected in that way I think it probably was 
is is was corona um so uh yeah um but i don't feel the illness really anymore um and the may my sense of smell is probably back to i would say 75 percent. my sense of taste about 50 and i'm like living for that because uh, i can actually you know sniff things i've been like ceremonious when it first started to come back i ran to the fridge to smell the kimchi <laughs> so excited litmus test yeah and like i'm just i feel so grateful for it which is like really quite nice especially when like at the moment feeling really like shit about most things it's like oh something to feel really good about yeah i mean it is amazing how your kind of bar of gratitude is reset through something like this like i was um i I listen most days i listen to the daily you know the new york times oh yeah um, podcast and one of the journalists on there's husband is very ill with coronavirus he isn't hospitalized but he kind of is on the he's just the the bit before you would need to be be in the hospital basically yeah and she was talking about how um they live in new york and obviously that's like the big epicenter in north america and how all of the fresh produce was like running out and there was hardly anything anywhere and some neighbors um basically like one of the things that he would still eat that was new like high in nutrients was like um pieces of sliced orange and they were down to their last orange and someone I think brought them some oranges around and she was like I can't describe like that would be something you would just pick up in the bodega or whatever and like you wouldn't think about it but just having them and the fact that someone thought to do it is like mind-blowing like at this time made such a difference to our family and stuff so it's um yeah it's it's kind of wild I've definitely been feeling a lot of gratitude to be able to be here um for this time period obviously yeah it's not fab being away from my girlfriend it's not the greatest of situations but um ideal we are making the best of it and I, I suppose you know if you are you know healthy and just um quarantining then there's not too much to really complain about in terms of like having a reasonable sense of connection if you're kind of our age and have been brought up using computers and tablets and things and we're able to all kind of talk to each other like we were last night and you know have instant access to entertainment and stuff like that so yeah it definitely is like for someone as um acerbic and sarcastic as me quite a humbling experience (laughs) oh my god absolutely yeah i i've i've felt a lot of sort of like um you know sadness and like the sort of the grief of like losing like going out and seeing my friends and stuff like that but then also i felt such gratitude that i live with two people i don't hate I live um, who are going to look after me who are basically family. I like, I'm not completely alone. I live like somewhere that has a lot of light in the building. Like even just that, like I would hate to live somewhere really dark at the moment. Um, And like, yeah, just little things like when it was really sunny last week, I was like, this is so lovely. And then like, and just like, we've been doing loads of walking around on our like, mandated walk we've been like doing loads of walking around the neighborhood and like going on really long like couple hour strolls around like Trafford and stuff like that and I've been like really appreciating the neighborhood and like where I live and like learning new things about it and that's really cool so yeah it's it's a a lot to to like gain from this but um yeah no we're, we're lucky that we have these situations and um homes that are safe and uh you know nice for us to live in like this got this is good this is definitely gonna be like a hard time for some people who 
uh, don't live in nice places um, or have not very safe home situations. So yeah, we have a lot to be grateful for. Yeah, and I did hear um, in the news that um, an LGBT plus charity has reported that they've had double the amount of traffic on their phone lines for yes. cases of um, abuse by yeah. like partners and family members and things around sexuality and identity and stuff. So um, it is a really, really tricky time. Um, that said, you know, we like to think of um queer longing as a community and if you are someone that wants to reach out whether it's just that you want to get i don't know like a tip for a cool thing to watch or just want to chat like absolutely please dm us we want to hear from you we don't want anyone to feel like that and if there's anything that we can do to help we would really really love that so um don't don't be shy no, don't be shy. Don't be a stranger. We're, we, we can all be friends together. Yeah. As, as Sharpay said in High School Musical 1, we're all in this together. Absolutely. So, Olivia, do you want to explain a little bit about queer in the time of COVID? COVID. Oh. I keep saying COVID. <laughs> Who do I think I am? Like, like, like COVID. <laughs> yes. COVID, COVID your neighbour's garden. COVID, COVID your neighbour's garden, but not their germs. Yes. Yeah. No, um, so, yes, queer in the time What are we going to be doing? Yes, Queer in the Time of um, COVID is, we were talking about what we wanted to do. I mean, obviously we were kind of out for the count for a couple of weeks because you were not feeling so fab. But now that you are, and hopefully um, we'll both touch wood um, be able to kind of weather through this, um, we wanted to do something that was still providing the kind of usual tone of what we would normally talk about on the main queer longing podcast but we are in a weird time and we wanted to reflect that in our podcast so I guess for us we wanted to position this as a bit of a mini series within the larger um queer longing series and it'll be all the same things that you can expect from us but just with a bit of a pandemic skew <laughs> a little pandemic punt yeah no um so yeah so I mean in that very vein I guess should be asking you what you're living and longing for well Lucy what I'm living oh, it feels good <laughs> it feels good to say that after a few weeks off. it does what I have been living for this week as I'm sure you already know is my uh, <laughs> painting by sticker book oh glorious gotta get some and pics of that up on the the Instagram stories yeah I will <laughs> I'm have sure to you're Instagram. gagging to share it well the thing is I am but also um selfishly I don't want everyone to buy them <laughs> <laughs> you don't want there to be a rush on sticker books yeah there might, so think, that you can't get them i think there might be because they're not in um they're not being published anymore they're just like random ones oh yeah to be fair i'd never heard of that as a thing no you know, i know painting by numbers i know sticker books i've never seen the two never the twain had met in my yeah. brain but i'm gonna be kind in the time of covid and tell you, you should about be them. And, we're kindness punks yes exactly <laughs> that's what gaga would want yeah um, so yeah, they're, they're painting by sticker books and they're on like different subjects. So the one I'm doing at the moment is like, um, you know, the canon of masterpieces. So I've done a Michelangelo, I've done a yeah. Stéphane, I've done a Van Gogh, I've done... Oh, brilliant. Um, oh, oh, I've done the, you know, the, the Aphrodite in the big shell. Oh, the Venus. Yeah, the Venus, Venus one. Venus de Milo, yeah. Yeah, yeah nice, I've, very nice. I've done that one today and then... My next one is Girl with Pearl Earring, which you're going to get when it's finished. My COVID present? Yeah. So you can have that. Brilliant. Um, 
Oh my gosh. So I would really recommend them because it's very calming. And also I've had quite a lot of um, like me i've had a lot of zoom meetings but i've also had a lot of ones you know where they're like phone-ins or or like the top people do kind of big right yeah like all staffers and they're like an hour long and i'm the kind of person who needs to be doing something else in order to listen for a long time so okay yeah like when i was in school i would always need to be like doodling in order to listen or like lectures and things you will know this from being in lectures with me yeah I always have to like draw things so it's like a really good thing to do with my hands and also if I've been consuming a lot of news and I'm feeling like a bit overwhelmed I'll just like do that for a bit and it's like quite a nice reset so I've been really for that as a nice nice resource in this time and I think to be honest I have been longing for more house party quizzes fronted by you Lucy (laughs) <laughs> oh my god thank you it was so fun. much i know I, it was um, great yeah. well done i'm good i'm glad it was good um i i was like afterwards um my uh, izzy and adam were like oh how was it and i was like yeah it was good There's, it was quite difficult because it was like you know when there was loads of people it was like oh, you couldn't really like hear everyone or whatever and stuff it's a bit like oh was it okay but they <laughs> izzy quite rightly said well that's exactly what it's like when you're at a pub quiz <laughs> Yes, it's it like is. You basically can't really hear anyone. I was it, like, oh yeah, you're right. It so. mimicked very similar conditions. So yeah, yeah. we all had a beer, although um, I was raging because um, my <laughs> I ordered got replaced with Foster's. <laughs> oh, I, I order. <laughs> um, anyway, it's fine. Um, what are you living and longing for, Lucy? Um, I mean, I've already touched on it, but I can't pretend that I'm not living for the return of my sense of smell and taste. Oh. Um, as somebody who is um, a hashtag foodie anyway, it was truly very, very, very upsetting to me to lose the ability to actually taste food, food and meals being like the one sort of nice bit of every day, especially at the beginning when you're like settling into this new schedule. I was very, very upset, but it is returning to me and I uh, welcome it with open, big, huge open arms because it's the only thing I'm allowed to hug these days as well. <laughs> it's my food. I know. So that is what I'm living for. I'm not a hugger, but I feel like I'm going to be hugging everyone. Uh, yeah, I, I actually thought the other day, I was like, bet Olivia gets into hugs after this. <laughs> we see, you know, we having a big hug. <laughs> yeah, we might have to for, you know. We might, we might. Sake. Well, it's coming. Yeah, I'm going to be so deprived of human contact, so. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, no, no one's, even though like we're all in the same house, no one's hugging each other anyway, just because, just being cautious. Yeah, 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 fair enough. But what are you um, longing for? And on a similar theme, I am longing for my first cup of tea that actually tastes like a full cup of tea. Oh, that's so important. I can't at the morning, that. yeah, at the morning, at the moment, in the morning, um, it tastes just sort of, well, initially when I fully lost everything, it just tasted like hot swill. Like it was ho- so horrible. No, um, have you tried coffee? And then coffee's slightly better, um, but I just don't really drink coffee much. So, um, but it's slowly getting there and I just need it to taste good. But what, what's good about that is that I've been getting through all of the 10 million miscellaneous teas that we have because I've just been like, oh, I've just have hot anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's quite good. That um, but we're also, we're, de- we're about to run out of tea bags, like normal tea bags, which is distressing. But um, we'll have to make an essential, you know, nip to the shop, which I know yeah. is naughty, but, you know, we'll have to. You Maybe know, it's essential. Could you order some? It would take longer to order it. Well, I guess I guess it depends how down on tea bags you are and whether or not you've got Prime, but also Bezos. Mm. 
yeah well yeah yeah um so yeah so that i don't know we'll, we'll figure it out we'll figure it out but um that is what i'm living and longing for did you see that um that pippi's um the day before or i think it was the day of that mcdonald's um said that they were going to close their doors during the time of the pandemic so yeah. she like uber eats loads and loads of mcdonald's to her house she froze, she froze all those nuggets and she had the first ones today and i was I like I know I I am like so sad that of like the thought of like when will I next have a chicken nugget (gasps) I know because I feel (laughs) like I even have them that often no I was gonna say like I feel like on balance I don't have them that much like I only have them when I'm had a few shandies with you basically (laughs) but um the the fact that I know I can't have them yeah it's that isn't it it's messing with with my melon and whilst we are titillated by the prospect of McDonald's chicken nuggets um, we also wanted to spend some of this podcast, as we usually do, talking about other things that titillate and take our fancy, Lucy. It's time for a segment that we do every week, but not as you quite know it. Because this week, Lucy, it's time for... Quarantine. Is that or is that not the best work we've ever done in the form of a jingle? I think probably the best work we've ever done, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out there. I know it's early days, early doors, but probably the best thing creatively in the entire world to come out of this pandemic. I would think so. Um, my, although um, my mum is pretty keen on that video of that family doing the Les Mis song to all of the COVID things. I have not seen that. Oh, I'll send it to you after this. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, that may be first and our thing second. <laughs> yes. So what have you been enjoying, consuming, delighting in while you've been stuck within them four walls, Lucy? <laughs> um, so I've been like, uh, surprisingly, first week, read two whole books and was like shocked and appalled by my own self. Not appalled, applauded my own self. Um, so I read In at the Deep End, which was the book that you gave me, which we spoke about on our most recent normal pod. Yeah. Uh, that was a wild ride. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it immensely, but for all the wrong reasons. Um, it is a lot of fun. Uh, was the right kind of thing to read when I really needed to just like take my mind off what was going on um, and was just... A bit stupid, but yeah, very it's like, fun. It's like the queer equivalent of like reading like a shopaholic abroad book or something. Absolutely. I mean, I, I haven't read one of them, but I, I, I assume, yeah. You know, like one that you would get if you were like going to Mallorca in WH Smith in the airport, yes. like the ones that are on the wall. It's like that, but like for lesbians, which is quite nice. Yes. Um, so that was my first one and it was a great like got me back into reading like picking up a book which is good um so thank you i will uh, disinfect that and give it back to you uh, in 2023 yeah. um dip that in bleach for me thank you so much yeah. <laughs> uh and then i read transit which is the second of rachel cusk's uh series the first was outline which i think i spoke about on the pod last year at some point when i read yeah, it yeah I, um, I bought that Bought. I brought that book home with me uh, oh, okay, yeah. to read. I haven't read it yet, but it's been on my bedside table to read for a while. So I'll probably yeah. Read that. I I really liked Outline. I like Transit as well. I think I think I liked Outline a bit more. Not like for any real reasons, but but they're they're essentially like the kind of books where 
nothing really happens and it's all just like stories of different characters told through long form conversation um which i really like um and it's really like nice and good uh really well written um but i think i just preferred this maybe just liked the stories in outline more than the ones in transit but still very good and i really want to read the third one which is called kudos so um i would recommend that this really easy to read and um just good writing so yeah i read those two books which i was really pleased about and now i need to you know read something else but um i haven't really weirdly i was reading so much that first week and i couldn't really watch anything i felt like i couldn't concentrate on watching things but i could on reading which is usually the other way around yeah um and then now i'm sort of the other way around and i've started watching some things instead of reading but um have, before we go into watching have you read anything um, I read um, Fleabag the Scriptures. Oh yeah, um, how was that? Yeah, and I, I really enjoyed it. I think sort of similarly to what you were saying. Um, I mean, obviously it's written in a completely different way to um, In at the Deep End, but in the sense of like being something that gave a bit of like comfort and ease and familiarity to, yeah. to read. It was a bit funny, kind of getting into the medium of like reading a, um, a screenplay, but you quickly yeah. kind of get over that and it's just really nice to revisit that body of work again and obviously having watched um the series and uh, and seeing the stage performance of it you can really kind of like conjure the characters and stuff and it was just quite a nice thing to do to kind of read it in that medium and the good thing about it is that it has all of her like director's notes in it which are quite funny right. and obviously you wouldn't get yeah. from anything else um so I enjoyed reading that and now I have just started A Little Life but I probably won't speak about that until 2023 by the time I've finished it because it's so yeah. giant <laughs> and the writing is so small and I was saying to you, to you the other day like I feel like I will get into it but um, I'm so I'm so I, I really struggle with books in the beginning where there's a lot of characters like I just can't yeah um, so I need to like get to know who everyone is and I wish that they would have like a character glossary in the beginning so I can be like oh yeah JB is that one oh yeah Willem is yes. that one because at the moment yeah, I'm like oh, who are they again and who's the one yeah. that's like that oh god but I think yeah yeah I'll, yeah I'll get over that soon and it'll be fine it will come it will come yeah what else have you been doing any telly recommendations yeah so telly so um here in our uh household um, I haven't been watching that much tv on my own so I haven't watched as much as I would maybe normally um because I've been trying to I think like do as much interacting with Izzy and Adam as possible because it's my only like human contact so yeah. but we you know we watch telly together so we've been watching a lot of MasterChef which we love and also um we've done the classic what everyone has predicted in a tweet would people would watch whilst on a quarantine and we are I've started from the beginning we are watching the Sopranos so and we are that cool. household no so what? I yeah I know yeah so I'd never seen it um, Adam had seen, has seen it, I think all of it. Izzy had seen a few episodes of it. Um, oh, this yeah. is great for you. I, oh, it's stunning. It's as good as everyone says. Oh, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I had never not wanted to watch it. I just never had. Um, oh, it's and so like, good. Um, we watched like, the first couple episodes and I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, let's, let's keep watching it. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. And then there was this one episode which was just so great where, um, I don't know if like you'll remember specifically, but where um, like Tony takes his daughter to um, look at some universities, some colleges, yeah. 
and it's like this really like sort of standalone outside of their world like episode yeah and like I just thought it was so brilliant. I was like, this is such good telly. I was like, I see what they mean. You love an episode where it's a standalone outside of the world. I do. I do. Those are like my favorite kind of things. Yeah. Um, So we watched that and now I'm like, want to watch it like every night. I'm like, can we watch some runners? (laughs) Um, But yeah, so that's, that's really fun. So I'm enjoying that. Oh, it's so good to be into something like Mm. when this is happening. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that, that's really good. Um, And then apart from that, um, I have I've started watching that Tiger King thing on Netflix, which everyone's cracking on about. Yeah. Um, which is just insane, basically. And it's classic Netflix, like, let's make a documentary about some, like, absolutely wacky people and, like, see how, like, give you, like, some twists and turns at the end of every episode kind of thing. Is it the same um, people that did Firefest? Uh, ooh, I don't know if it is, but it's very similar feeling. Um, and very similar to uh, don't what was that one called? Don't mess with cats or whatever it was called, oh, which yeah. is also really, really cracked. Um, so I've I've watched a couple episodes of that, um, and but it's just a bit. I don't know. I, th- I think I'm finding it a bit too like at the moment. Like it's like annoying me a bit too much. I'm surprised by how many people watched it because it really didn't speak to me. Um, yeah. I feel like I should probably give it a go as like my queer duty, given that like the main guy in it is queer, right? I believe. Yeah, yeah, he is. So the main guy, Joe Exotic, is gay. Um, he has two husbands. There's some really good, like, interesting, like, exploration of like him as a character and like his queer relationships and stuff. So in the sense of like queer duty, like it's there is some some stuff there if you're into seeing all the ways that a queer relationship can be. Um, but it also is just very American and a very like, oh my God, what's going on? Oh, twists and turns, blah, blah, blah. Who's going to murder who? And it's just like, usually I'm like dead into that. There's people but murdering I'm finding each it other. A bit... I thought it was about well, tigers. Well, well, it's about tigers and murders. Oh my gosh. Okay. I know. So yeah, um, I will watch the rest of it, but it's just, I, I think I have to be in the right mood, which I'm maybe not quite at the moment. Um, yeah. What have you been watching? Um, I've been watching a few bits. So... Mm-hmm. I finished Feel Good, which we started oh, on did you finish it? a group mm. chat. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I thought it was fine on the first episode, but I did end up getting quite into it and thought it was quite good in the end. Okay. Um, yeah. And there's um, quite a lot of interesting chat about kind of um, May's character and her kind of um, gender identity and how she like feels like she's a failure at being a boy or a girl and in relationships and because she's an addict and sort of self-esteem issues and all of these things um and kind of how she would project herself onto like whoever she's dating and how it's really hard to separate like being in love with someone against like what that person is 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 giving you or or feeding in some kind of emotional way because even in a healthy relationship there's like a dose of that but it's kind of how do you extrapolate like when it's yeah. okay and when it's not okay, given that like you have this history, but also do you not deserve to like feel all these feelings just because you are an addict and sort of separating all of those things out and kind of knowing, like being able to kind of get to know what to do for the best for yourself. Um, yeah. 
um yeah and sort of have the courage of your convictions in these kind of um emotional situations around relationships and stuff so um yeah it ended up being quite good I thought so I enjoyed that I also watched yeah. a limited series on Netflix self-made the Octavia Spencer series oh okay yeah um and that is about the life of Madam C.J. Walker who's the first female millionaire in the U.S. and right. um she made this business that was um all about natural hair products for mm. women um and it was about kind of her rise to prominence and how she kind of took herself out of poverty and that that sort of journey of her as a character and her okay, family yeah. um also tiffany haddish is in it who plays her daughter and she is a queer character as well so that's fab um nice a little bit of queers we like it yeah and that's quite funny and yeah it was good because i think there was only maybe like six episodes or something but it felt more like watching a film um okay yeah but um i really enjoyed that um been carrying on watching rupaul's drag race um i have not you haven't okay how come no i got to halfway through the third episode and I just think that my point that I always used to make stands that the American edit is so much harsher and that yeah. therefore I find it a lot more like brash and a lot more like, Ugh! and I'm like, Ugh! so you're going to yeah. have to wait for a while for the UK one. Cause it's been stalled. I know, I know, but um, I think I probably will watch it because I am, I am intrigued. Like I keep seeing loads of tweets and I keep being like, Oh wait, who's gone and stuff like that. So I probably will watch it. I just needed to, the, I think the problem, the main thing I had with, it was I was trying to watch it when I had my absolutely cracking headache. So oh, that's a bad a yeah, that's a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. So I, mean, I will do it now. I'm feeling better. Yeah, I would say st- stick with it because I kind of left it for a week or so, and then I'm up to date now. And the last episode, there'll be another episode out by the time this goes out. But the last episode for me, um, which was called Gay's Anatomy, was ah. <laughs> inspired. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Um, so I enjoyed that. Um, I've been watching Ozark on Netflix, the Jason Bateman oh, yeah, um, series, which is very sort of like Breaking Bad vibes. Um, haven't seen mm-hmm. any gay rights yet, but I'll watch out for them Who and knows? let you know. Maybe. Um, but my favourite, probably of all the things I've watched, was um, Trigonometry. Um, yeah, on- I wanted to, I wanted you to talk about that because I have started watching that as well. I've watched. Oh, okay. I'm halfway through the fourth episode, and so how, how no spoilers, please. Okay, so basically, for those who don't know, it is about this couple who live in um, a flat in London and they're um, struggling for money a little bit and they decide to get a lodger and this woman joins them as a lodger and quickly, like, the chemistry between the three of them kind of begins to build and very quickly, it's not really a spoiler because it happens almost immediately, they end up forming um, a throuple and it's kind of how they navigate that relationship that is new for all three of them I don't think any of them have have ever been in a throuple before and it's about how they kind of get through that and all of the kind of difficulties that come with it the joys that come with it um family friends judgments all those kind of things um yeah what what do you think um yeah so uh I I really like it I like it sort of um it's I I was trying to think of like how to describe it and um I think it's it's quite like soft and delicate like it's quite it it, and it sort of looks like um like a John Lewis ad if that makes sense the way it looks like it's a lot of like close shots of things and like 
um, sort of gentleness and stuff like that and really like human stories and human playing outs of things and like I really I really but I really like it I think it's really good I think it um, comes across very like uh, realistic it doesn't seem you know like the, the writing isn't forced and stuff they're, they're all quite natural um, actors which is really good um, I yeah I'm really enjoying it and uh, like um, I will keep watching it and probably finish it like before you know it so um, I'm also like obsessed with their flat I love it loads I love it it's got like loads of nice plants in it and keeping like that's a nice flat <laughs> and also she's um, a really good cook yeah I'm like oh that looks nice yeah <laughs> yeah no I, I I agree about all of those points I like the softness of it and I like the kind of smallness of it and that's not yeah that's not a negative um, point no. at all. It's kind of to say that it's quite a nice antidote to kind of the sort of bigger, brasher, um, more sort of heavily produced shows that are yes. out there and the dramas. So it kind of provides like a bit of um, an antithesis to that. Um, and yeah, I, I really enjoy it. And I think that what has been refreshing about it is that they haven't, they haven't kind of like, booked against some stereotypes but they haven't really fed into them right yeah so I think in that way it's been realistic but nuanced so yes okay yeah 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 no I'm intrigued to see where it goes and like what sort of happens um they've like just got what wait spoiler spoiler they've they've like just got married in this one so like and i'm halfway through that episode not all not all three the couple no just the 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 the, the origi couple yeah um and it's all just sort of coming to a head because like she told them that uh she's in love with love with them or whatever so um we'll see we'll see yeah Uh, and i think you like really believe that they're all in love with each other in yes they do that really well yeah there that you can see the chemistry and the sort of like yearning between all three of them yeah and what i really liked about it is obviously it's um an attraction that exists between all three of them but they haven't like overly sexualized it like no there is, there is obviously sex in the series and there's a sense of sexuality in the series but um it doesn't kind of de value what that relationship or not devalue but kind of re- re- reduce it in any way to being yeah about sex yeah it's like not just about that yeah exactly it's about more more about their like connection as people or whatever yeah um, yeah so i really like it it'll be interesting um to talk about this again when you've seen the ending to see okay, what yeah. you um think but yeah next they're week the, they're the main things that um i have been watching have you watched anything else no, that those are my main bits. I mean, apart from the fact that we finished the Lost season three uh, finale, which we've been waiting to finish all of, because we've been rewatching Lost for like two years in this flat, um, which I have mentioned before on the podcast. Okay. And um, we finally watched the season three finale, which still absolutely bangs. Such a good telly finale. <laughs> we watched it and like Adam's never seen it before, right? So Aww. me and Izzy like always give each other like furtive glances when we sort of remember things. And yeah. then... Because, you know, Lost is, like, all about, like, oh, cliffhangers, here's a thing, what's going on? It's so weird. And um, it has a really, really great, like, cliffhangery ending, um, season three. And Adam, like, we just all, like, turned to Adam, like, oh, my God. And, like, yeah. it was just loads of fun. It was, like, a really nice uh, experience. So, I don't remember, that, like, loads of specifics apart from that, like, man who looks a bit like Phil Collins, who, like, knows things. Yeah, John Locke. Yeah, yeah. that's it, John Locke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
um yeah so no apart from that nothing else really uh been consuming um apart from been listening to a lot of music which probably brings us on to track of the week why not <laughs> uh what is your track of the week olivia what have you been listening to um well my track of the week this week lucy um Rather um, <laughs> annoyingly for um, Dua Lipa, her new album got leaked, um, so she had to release it early, which is great oh. for everybody else. I, I didn't know it had been leaked. I thought she just released it. Yeah, um, so she released it early, and I have been enjoying, I think this is going to be the single, the um, Break My Heart. Yeah. And I thought, I thought it was very... Um, apropos of current times because the first lines of the chorus say I would have stayed at home because I was doing better alone and (laughs) that isn't a cautionary tale for not (laughs) ringing your ex when you're in quarantine I don't know what is Uh, (laughs) absolutely you're completely correct um I uh agree that it's um that's a good song I think the album's really good altogether basically most of the tracks are are pretty strong um i really like uh i like cool um and levitating i think i'm pretty pleased i liked all of them there's a bunch of good ones so yeah if you're into like your big pop pop songs then get listening to that album it's a lot of fun and it like will make you feel nice and fun the the only sad thing about it for me is that it just makes me really want to like go out yeah it's um, a very going outy um <laughs> yes. album and i also yeah. enjoyed her today um on table manners with jesse ware and oh, her okay. yeah. and she um they're doing it much like us on zoom and she had to make her own meal so she made a veggie burger mashed potatoes and veg which i thought was cute a burger and mashed potato yeah that's fucked i'm sorry yeah. well she was, she was eating leftovers because she wanted to not waste anything okay well that's fine but maybe just a mashed potato with a burger i'd eat that why not weird you're right why not if if not now when yeah (laughs) (laughs) um and what is your track of the week lucy uh so my track of the week is um a song called lilacs by i just said that really weird lilacs lilacs I can't, there are certain words I can't say anymore. Have you been watching a lot of American TV? Because that's how they would say lilacs. I have. The Sopranos. I, it's, I'm, I'm in the mafia now. It's the lilacs. It's the lilacs. I don't even know. Right? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it's a song called Lilacs and it's on the new album from Waxahachie. Um, she has got a new album out called St. Cloud, which is really, really great. Um, it's sort of got, I think you'd like it. It's got like a nice country vibe to it. Mm-hmm. um and it's like nice music to listen to while you're just working and you know just trying to like relax a bit um I think the whole album's really great but Lilacs is like a really nice song on it and it just uh is nice and sort of evokes spring which is what we're entering into which is quite nice so yeah that's my track of the week very very fab and <laughs> um we agree with relaxing music while we're um trying not to um go crazy during this time of the pandemic but there are some things which during this time specifically we don't agree with it's time for i don't agree with it so lucy what is it that you don't agree with this week so this week i specifically do not agree with um the absolute complete sense of loss of time in my life um especially made worse by the what is it bringing forward of the clocks 
I mean, honestly, all of Monday, every time I looked at the clock, I could not believe what time it was. Well, I was I just, just Can I just stunned. show you my watch? I still haven't changed mine. You haven't changed it? Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like um, this uh, quarantine has really like made it so difficult to feel like there's any form of schedule or structure in your own life and that you really have to build those things yourself. And um, one of those things is time. And the although I do agree with the fact that because the clocks have sprung forward, it means we have one hour less of this. So that's good. <laughs> but, but in general, I just feel very, very out of like, whack, I'm like sleeping weirdly, going to bed way later than I normally would, like tr- not getting up at like the right times or whatever, and just being like, oh, like walking, walking to work, which is from my bed there to here. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's just like a bit I just don't agree with feeling very out of sorts especially in terms of time but I'm sure that will come in time as we set, settle into this new new way and um, what do you not agree with I don't agree with people not respecting social distancing when I'm oh, out yeah. on my mandated exercise because mm-hmm. um, I've been doing some canal walks I yeah. find that it's best to go early in the morning because there are fewer people but yeah there still are some people and I've noticed that like everybody basically is very 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 happy apart from maybe one or two people very happy to always let me like scramble up the bank so that they can just like Ah, pass so they could just do the normal yeah and like that's fine because like someone has to move first but often like they don't even say thank you and they don't even say hello so I'll like have my back to them and I'm like scrambling up the bank but then I'll sort of like turn slightly like obviously making sure I'm the right amount away yeah like oh like good morning and then they're like oh oh um yeah or like sometimes they just sort of like raise their eyebrows and wave it's like all the (laughs) like why can't you just be polite like polite yeah go out of the window um and it just really annoys me. So Yeah, and also at this time, we need to be talking to each other more. So, like, why not? That's a nice little interaction you can have. I know. And I feel like if I moved, like, half the time, that would be fine. But because I'm moving every time, it's really slowing down the pace of my power walk. You don't want that. You don't want that. No. Um, so I'm trying to, you know, get get the heart rate up for a full day yeah. sitting down to Zoom meetings. So, <laughs> you know... Um, that that is a bit annoying but you have to just stand by your own standards in this life you do you do yeah Uh, don't we always olivia don't we always Mm. so i think it's about time that we talk about a little lady in our lives who i'm sure is taking all of the correct precautions at this time it is time for (laughs) the lead one yeah it's gonna take some time yeah it's gonna take some time (laughs) um olivia what has celine been up to during this Quasitine. Well, she has recently had a birthday. It oh, was Celine. she has. She has. It was Celine Dion's fifty-second birthday a few days ago. It'll be a bit um, further away by the time this goes out, but um, it was her birthday yesterday. And um, for the occasion, she shared a throwback school photo. Have you seen? Oh yeah, I saw it. Um, she looks very, very cute. Very little, pure little baby Celine. And um, has also reminded everybody to stay safe and stay home during this time, if you can. Um, So, you know, if you're not going to listen to Celine, then who are you going to listen to? 
That is correct. You're right. You are right. Um, yeah. So happy birthday to Celine. We hope you had a nice um, quarantine birthday with your family in, in your water park, probably. So you're probably absolutely fine. Yeah. <laughs> Buzzing. Um, and yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm intrigued to see what Celine gets up to during the quarantine and the lockdown. I hope she does like gets into some sort of craft, some sort of macrame, maybe like some sort of weaving. That'd be really interesting to see. I feel like what she's she comes just, up with he's just gonna like try on a lot of looks from the archives and interview oh, them. yeah she's gonna like put on all her shoes which she loves the most yeah, she is. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well that'll be nice for celine yeah are you gonna put on all your shoes <laughs> all like four or five pairs of them i actually noticed because obviously i've been doing a bit of like spring cleaning as i think everyone is um i looked at all my shoes the other day and was like god I have so many shoes that I just don't wear (laughs) like every six months or so I always buy like a black you know like shoe that's like a more like a you know like a dm type shoe because I used to always wear this one pair of them which which I don't really wear anymore because they're like all worn and I always think like oh I need to have another pair of them to wear but I keep buying them and then not wearing them in and then never wearing them because I'm like too annoyed about them being like dead uncomfortable and like now I just have like five pairs of those <laughs> which I never wear oh. I was just staring at them like that's such a waste of shoe <laughs> do something with that or like at least now that like I'm in the house I should be like wearing them during the day to wear them in yeah or maybe just make a shoe collage <laughs> sell it on Etsy you know what that's what I'll do I'll make yeah. a shoe collage I'll yeah. make a picture out of shoes like an art attack but out of shoes oh yeah that'd be great <laughs> if, if you could if you could um uh, yeah i'll see what i can do well i hope that you um enjoyed this first episode of queer in the time of covid and um more importantly i hope that you're all keeping really safe and well and staying indoors if you can um i know that that isn't necessarily possible for everyone but um if it is i know that you'll all be doing those bits because i feel like we have well-behaved nice considerate listeners um so that's really cute about you And as we mentioned at the top of the podcast, um, this is a community. So even if you aren't feeling crap, even if you're feeling fine, feel free to DM us. Let's all chat. Let's all watch TV shows together. Let's recommend things to each other. Let's, you know, um, let each other know what's going on in our day. And let's just kind of share all of the things because we're going to be like this for a while. And I think that like, to be honest, I think for a lot of us, we're still in the, for those of us lucky enough to have jobs where we can work from home and be at home and all the rest of it, we're still kind of in a bit of a novelty phase. And, you know, we're probably going to go through a few peaks and troughs with this whole thing. So, you know, do feel free to reach out to us and to each other. You know, everyone that speaks to us in our DMs are super nice. And everyone who came to our live show as well was so, so lovely. So we've got a really nice community of people and, you know, just get to know each other and um, message us and let us know how you're getting on because we really, truly would love um, to hear from you. And that's about it, isn't it, Lucy? Yeah, I totally agree. Um, It is uh, always nice to hear from people. And, you know, just as much as you might be needing it, we need it too. So we'd be really, really happy to speak to anybody at any point. Because why not, if we can't do anything else in this time, why not make some new friends, eh? Yeah, that'd be real cute. And then when all of this is hopefully over in whatever kind of new normal that is, we can all just go to the pub. 
oh, we can all go to one big massive pub all together and all have like one huge pint that we're all allowed to share and then just <laughs> everyone snog each other because that's what we'll be doing. <laughs> Sounds like so, a plan. Yeah. Until then, we will be loving you, leaving you, and massively, massively longing for you. Until then. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> we did it. We did it. So hopefully this I hope that worked. <laughs>